Hello, and welcome to the Incredipal blog. I'm Paul Ferranbi, founder and owner of Incredipal. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of my blog. Please enjoy. Are you wondering what's next? Has everything you tried failed? Or maybe you just feel a little bit stuck? Then coaching may be right for you. The coaching relationship is a relationship that's totally centered on you. If you're tired of running on the hamster wheel of life, want to start seeing results, reach out to Incredible for help. So what are you waiting for? Go to paulferrandby.com or at IamIncredible on all my socials. Click the link in the bio for your free coaching session. I want to make sure you become the best version of yourself. Log number six, Resilience. If 2020 taught us anything, it's that things can always be worse. We all went through this roller coaster of a year, but at the same time, a lot of people have come out on top while others are still struggling. There's one word that keeps people going while others quit, resilience. It's a word that many people have heard, but we may not really think about what it means. Oxford Dictionary defines it as, The ability of people or things to recover quickly after something unpleasant, such as shock, injury, etc. I think that resilience can describe what is needed for this year many times over. I would add that it is something that's built over time from life experience. It is the difference between victory and defeat. As we go through life, we'll always be faced with challenges, but it is those that are resilient that will overcome them. I'm no different than anyone else. I would like to share a story when I faced adversity as I was trying to start my career after graduating from college. It was the fall of 2016, and I was coming back to school for my summer internship with Nestle USA. It was in Jonesboro, Arkansas, and I worked as a project engineer in a Stouffer's and Lee Cuisine factory. It was a great experience where I learned a lot, and I was really excited to start my career at Nestle after I graduated. The only thing that was standing between that was one more semester of school, an official offer letter for full-time employment. It was a done deal in my head. My manager for the summer gave me a good rating, and all I had to do was sit back and wait. So I thought. A few weeks went by, and I still didn't receive any information about my offer, so I reached out to the coordinator of the program. There's been a restructuring of the program, she explained. We're only bringing back 20 of the 40 interns from the summer for full-time opportunities. I remained resolute. I got a good rating, and I had joined by a time over the summer, so I was sure I was being the 50% that got the offer. Fast forward a couple weeks, and it's career fair season. I still haven't gotten an answer back, so I prepared to talk to other companies, somewhat half-heartedly, because I was holding out for Nestle USA. I talk to a few companies, I get interviews for most of them, and go through the process. While I was doing this, I finally get a response back from Nestle USA. It was an email that said, Unfortunately, you will not be making you a full-time offer at this time for the program you had interned in, but they encouraged me to apply to other positions. I was shocked, sad, and angry all at once. How could this happen? I did everything I needed to do, had a great summer experience, a good rating, and still wasn't getting an offer. I took some time to process this, but then I had a decision to make. I could revel in the disappointment, or I could pick myself back up and start job searching with vigor. I chose the latter. 
Through a series of events that I don't have time to go into right now, I was able to land a job at General Mills as a manufacturing engineering associate, despite the fact I had been rejected from the internship a couple of years earlier. This position gave me a lot of valuable experience as the reason I was able to make the jump to Perina and where I am now as a mechanical packaging engineer. Looking back, the experiences I went through looking for full-time opportunities gave me a lot of experience with interviews, resumes, and networking. I made mistakes along the way, but I kept my eyes forward, focused on what I wanted to accomplish, and surrounded myself with people to cheer me on. In this journey we call life, the only thing that is guaranteed is that we will face adversities. A quote by Charles Swindoll describes life perfectly. He says, life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. I know other people went to similar situations I experienced that got down on themselves but never fully recovered. They focus on extrinsic factors instead of focusing on what they could control. I believe that resilience is a focus on intrinsic. It's the moments where we encounter the unexpected that we respond instead of reacting. My pastor, David Blunt, said earlier this summer that there is power in responding instead of reacting. The difference is reacting is instantaneous and a reflex. There's not much thought involved. Responding requires that you slow down and examine your situation before doing anything. It's something that takes practice, and sometimes you'll have to respond after you react if you catch yourself focusing on the negative. There's much more to this story, and this was really the second big time I had to respond instead of reacting. Most recently, I had to respond instead of reacting and stay resilient in my future and goal just a few months ago when I was at crossroads in a new position. That's a whole other story that I can share at a later time, but everything did work out in the end quicker than the story I just mentioned. I'm sure that 2020 has dealt you a blow, or blows that may seem fatal, but as long as there's life, there's hope. Don't let what you've gone through keep you from what you're going to. For me, it's my fate and support of family and friends that keeps me going. Whatever it is that motivates you, focus on that. Keep practicing resilience, and you'll be surprised when you look back at your life a year or two from now and see how far you've come. Thanks for listening to my blog.